Beyond the fun of the pickleball court lies an even wilder group of entrepreneurs who want to create a big impact in the world. I'm Simon Lovell, and welcome to Picklepreneurs, where my goal is to connect you with stories that matter, help you to grow your business, and create the freedom that will serve you and your community this year and beyond. Let's dive into the show. Listen, I never thought that I'd be doing an episode this quickly on how I got hit in the dick with a pickleball and why we're talking about business, but here you go. So I go along to the hub in San Diego. This is one of the two places I play at, and I'm ready, like many of us are, to have that reset and start playing well again. So I go along to the 3.5 court, which is you know where I feel comfortable, and I go along, and you know we start playing a couple of games. There's this guy, I just want to picture the scene for you, right? There's this guy uh, wearing these very kind of colorful high socks. I like them. They're kind of cool, you know, and uh, good vibes as always. But he's doing these really hard drives, right? Now, part of my game right now is that I need to be better defensively. There's a few things that I'll go into, you know, where I'm trying to improve, get to like from 3 to 3.5, right? So, but part of that is my defensive game. I think I'm pretty good on reactions, but my paddle position in certain shots, that just needs to be improved. Anyway, clearly was not paying attention during this point, and he hits a drive hard right there. And I got to say, it stings. If you are listening right now and you have not yet experienced this hard drive right into that region, I can let you know now, you're going to need at least two minutes, right? Because I honestly felt like it was bleeding, and that's not a nice feeling. Now, the reason why I'm doing this episode is because in marketing and in copywriting, there's this thing called problem agitate solution. And I'm thinking, like, no, this is pain, pain agitate solution. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I think it really is applicable. But had there been someone on the side as we wrapped up our four or five games, selling some kind of undergarment with a protective shield, I would have been getting out my credit card and purchasing at least, you know, a couple of pairs um, to protect me. Now, it's funny because I'm in the market actually for some glasses. I'm not yet, you know, some protective uh, eyeglasses. Um, I've not yet uh, purchased any, but of course, I was sharing the story in episode one around Michelle Pfeiffer because part of the reason why she shared that movie poster that I do is because she got hit in the eye and got a black eye in Pickleball. We all think it's not going to happen, and then of course, what happens? We get hit in the nuts, we get hit in the dick, we get hit in the eye, we get hit, and of course, the apologies come, and it's funny because he said to me, you know, after I, I think I hit him in one of the following games, I never would go back and it hit someone intentionally unless they were like I thought that they were intentionally doing it of course and then you know maybe that part of me would come out but uh no very cool guy very cool experience fun that uh, fun day that day but I did actually want to talk about this because you know this whole kind of formula problem or pain agitate solution is really important in uh business not only, first of all, do you need to understand your audience, but you you don't want to be afraid of using copywriting language that does agitate or remind somebody about those pain and challenge points. And so I did come up with this kind of formula, uh, DICK, D-I-C-K, if you are unable to spell. 
Uh, and I wanted to talk about my own kind of framework and thinking just around copy and marketing and stuff like that. Um, so the first is dangerous. Now I say this in the realm of needing to be a bit kind of courageous when it comes to your marketing. What I notice and what some of my observations are is that there can be, and, and this also transcends outside of Pickleball. So if you're listening and you're not in the Pickleball business, like area marketing a product, I'm talking to all entrepreneurs, right? But things can tend to be a bit bland, right? And we don't, you know, pull out that side of us that has these wild ideas. And we also have this other lens that we run things through from our personal experience. And when it comes to marketing, it's very important to stand out. Whatever your brand style is, like with, you know, picklepreneurs, it's obvious, right? It's bold, it's colorful. I'm using two use of colors. It's repetitive. You see it, you'll get used to it. Um, now, a brand can actually be bold, but not use that color framework, right? It could actually be black and be very bold, but it's how it's done. So one thing I would encourage you to do in business is start to be a bit more dangerous and be a bit more by being a bit more courageous by, because I think there's also a link to our own internal, uh, confidence and our willingness to be bold, to stand out, to share right to to agitate that that issue in in you know the things that we're writing about now when it comes to copy um what one important thing to do is to you know experience something yourself and write from that place or talk to people right because the way that i am going to internalize that pain of that experience as my, as much as i made a bit of a joke about it at the start of the episode like if I was to speak to you and you were selling that product, which was like an underwear product in Pickleball, for example, then I would be telling you uh, about the pain and what I felt. And it would be in my own language because one of the things we can do if we don't know the audience really well is that we can write things that actually we think people are going to resonate with, but they actually don't. I actually had a problem with this when I was marketing the lunchbox diet. Now I worked with lots of clients, but ultimately I was a guy writing a diet book that was primarily bought and purchased by women. And so while I was able to do that because I had the marketing skills, this was very on, early on in my journey, by the way, um, it actually is a lot harder than if you are the target demographic with the, uh, with the problem and you've gone through that phase because honestly some of the best copywriting for me has come from conversations right i have conversations i write things down i'm listening to the specific words about what someone is saying i'll give you an example about what happened with me right again going back to that product sale which is i said i i, I can i noticed myself using the word sting a lot. So that would be important in marketing that product. What is what is the language? What are the words that the person is saying around the pain? So one thing that you can do right now, if you have a product, if you, you can have or if you have a service is draw a circle. I love mind maps. I'll probably do some mind map stuff in the future for you guys. But uh, draw a circle and fill that circle with pain words, not just the ones that you uh, think 
that people are going to have or use AI for, but by having actual conversations with uh, your target demographic, okay? Because what you will start to discover is that there are certain words, and then when it comes to headlines, you're going to need to start to push those words into the headlines based upon how much of a priority that is when it comes to someone's pain point and their solution. Because in copy, you're not only going into the pain or the problem, you're also going into solutions, right? And what people desire from that, right? So someone, you know, having depression, wanting to be happy as an example, right? Um, Or for me, wanting to feel protected, feel and protected, you know, emotion, emotional-based words. So, um, So the D, right, is for being dangerous, but really it's about being courageous. The second one, I, which is interrupt. Now in marketing, there's something called pattern interrupts, right? Which is, you know, in the news feed, you know, on the, you know, like you'll see like the TikTok videos, whatever. It's like, you know, three seconds, grab people's attention, but, you know, interrupting things while I think a lot of people do it in a very corny way, like it's so obvious to somebody that knows that marketing, it's actually, it can be done in so many fun ways uh, if you understand that principle, right? So in, in uh, personal development, you know, some, there's a pattern interrupt too, right? Which is basically like scrambling someone's mind so that you're able to insert something that empowers them, not manipulate them in a negative way, by the way. So understanding this principle of interruption when, when there's so much noise around is actually very important so that you can start to uh, distinguish yourself, whether that's with, with imagery, whether that's with words, a combination of both, which can be very useful. The next one is for creativity. And I think that when it comes to creativity, it's important for all of us to understand where is our zone where we are most creative. Like, for example, I have noticed now, you know, for me, you know, I'll have an idea if I laugh, you know, because I was thinking about the title of this episode and how I'd intro it. You know, if it makes me laugh, it might like make someone else laugh. I also f- find, you know, so so comedy is a an entryway for me to creation. Uh, another one for me also is actually coming back from playing pickleball because I feel so good and I'm doing this podcast now and there's that thing that marries well together. So knowing when you are most creative is really important. Knowing when your flow state is, I'll talk more about that in the future as we talk more about mindset, personal development. Uh, and then the final one is knowledge. And that really comes to, again, going back to what I was saying earlier, which is like having the information, doing the research, spending the time to uh, understand whether there's a market there. Like I'm learning a lot right now in in just doing picklepreneurs and talking to business owners about what desires there are, what uh, what I think there is a, a need for, but actually there isn't yet, but that's growing. Um, and so building up your knowledge base, actually, you know, you get it to an extent online and through research papers and all of these things, but you have to talk to people, right? You want to avoid that laziness and you want to do the uncomfortable things where it's like, oh, I can't be bothered to no do the things that in your mind, when you say like, I can't be bothered, turn that into, I'm going to do that. Because often what happens is, is that you end up looking back going, I'm so glad that I was bothered to. And I think that we can all get better at that. You know, it's, it's just like the movie theater, right? It's like we come out the movie theater and we're like, you know, oh my God, I'm so glad I came. But how many times do we avoid it? Just going, oh, I can't be bothered to watch it on the TV. Yet you get out, you connect, you do things. And again, we're all guilty of it to an extent. But 
it's definitely very important when it comes to, um, you know, connection and networking, which a lot of people shy away from, especially if they struggle with, uh, you know, lack of confidence, lack of connection with people, spending a lot of time behind the computer. It's, it's uh, a journey that we all go through. Um, and one thing that I'm being aware of too, as I'm starting to do the business stuff with picklepreneurs is that I'm really making sure that I'm keeping up my routine with Pickleball and not starting to drop that to the wayside. Because one of the things I did here during a panel that I listened to was that someone that was in the Pickleball business uh, was talking about the fact that they, you know, radically, you know, it shifted how much they'd been playing. And actually, f this is actually for my medical condition too. Uh, this might not be as serious for other people, but for me, where I am now and how I feel has been like some of the best, uh, you know, physically that I felt in, in two years. And so I know that if I go back to being more, uh, you know, less active, that I may fall back into a place where, you know, it's not great for me mentally, physically, uh, in, in lots of different areas. So keeping up my routine and, and having that lifestyle, and I'm, I'm going to off a bit, uh, on an off topic a little bit, but having been an entrepreneur that has lived a lot of my life with business first, lifestyle second, I want to keep that um, weighing in the positive direction of lifestyle with Pickleball and using the energy that I get from that to produce, to be creative. So wrapping up here, um, maybe what you could do as an action step, you'll know and you'll get a theme from these podcasts, which is I'm not just going to, you know, share information with you. I want you to do, take actions and then, you know, let me know how you've been getting on is do that circle, create, write down those pain points. Don't put it off. Um, and also Think about ways that you can be dangerous, courageous, right? Think about ways that you can interrupt. You could you could make circles for each of those elements too. Cre knowing your creative zones, right? Uh, what knowledge do you need right now uh, to do more research for your product service? And I will see you on a future episode, hopefully not another introduction about me being hit in the dick. I'll see you again. Now, before you leave, I'm very excited to announce the Picklepreneurs Success Games. This is a business-minded community of those that want to add value, learn, get coaching, and also network with those who are pickleball players and also have an interest in business and entrepreneurship. If that fits the description of you, head to picklepreneurs.com and check it out.